Welcome to the official podcast of Comics, Beer, and Sci-Fi. Brought to you by Crystal Bright Janitorial, The Brand Barbershop, Greco Printing and Imaging, and Able Ideas. Before we get started, make sure to subscribe to this podcast and follow Comics, Beer, and Sci-Fi on all your favorite social media apps. Now, on with the show! Hey, this is Lark with Comic Experience Sci-Fi. We have a special guest. We have two special guests, actually. It's Tracy and Adam from Motor City Legacies. How you guys doing? Hey, how's it going? All right. Uh, you got a show coming up, so tell us about it. Uh, tell, tell us uh, what you have in store this year. Um, This is our second show. It's uh, April 14th through 16th in Romulus, Michigan at the Sheridan Hotel. Uh, we have a film festival and we bring in celebrity guests from horror films, new and old, for the fans to have a chance to interact and meet. Autographs, selfies, you get a chance to listen to them, listen to them talk in Q&A settings, panels, and yeah, some workshops for makeup effects, artists. So tell us a little bit about your little, ba- your backstory. How did you guys get into this hobby and how you ended up developing this this convention? Um, we got into this being fans. We're it, huge fans of horror film. And it actually started as a hobby because when we became friends, we started going to conventions as fans. So the very thing we're doing now, yeah, it began as just that, a hobby. But to tell me, tell us a little bit about like what are your favorite horror films that inspired you to want to get into this? Um Mostly anything that had really gory effects. Um, I'm a makeup artist by trade. I went to school for it. Um, that pr- helped progress my love for film. You know, especially being part of it. And Adam's an actor. So you guys were obviously big fans of Tom Savini, Rick Baker. Oh, right, yeah. Bob Bottin, all those greats. Yeah. Yeah, I think Tom Savini was one of the first celebrities I met at a convention. So. Yeah. Mine, mine too. Yeah, yeah. So now, uh, with this with this new show coming up, uh, what do you have in store for us? Like, uh, what celebrity guests are going to be attending this year? Um, so far, the celebrity guests we've announced, all except one, are new to conventions, and I'll let Adam cover them. Well, yeah, uh, a couple of them are brand new to conventions. Uh, C. Ernst Hart, he was the great child in Thirteen Ghosts. He had a little cameo in Trick or Treat. He's in Scooby-Doo 2, the live-action movie. Uh, we're going to be his first-ever convention appearance, so he's new to this whole world. And then uh, somebody else who's making their convention debut is Nita Jose Hanna, who is the little girl from Psycho Gorman. And that's a film we're doing a big reunion uh, with. Uh, she's going to be there, and then uh, uh, Matthew Ninnabar, who plays Psycho Gorman himself, is going to be there. And then maybe... Uh, Maybe some, maybe somebody else is going to be announced fairly soon to round out the reunion in a fun way. Um, we also have Bex Taylor Klaus coming. They're known for uh, Scream the TV series, Hellfest, and then even a bunch of other uh, non-horror titles such as Arrow and Thirteen Reasons Why. Um, Jill Whitlow from Night of the Creeps and Weird Science. Uh, then we got a little uh, Return of the Living Dead two reunion celebrating the 35th anniversary. Uh, with Dean Ashbrook, who's also known for Twin Peaks, 
And then Tarman Zombie himself, Alan Trotman, who's also in the first movie, but reprises the role in this one. Oh, yeah. More we, have, we have some more guests to be announced soon. But out of that entire list, for the state of Michigan, the only one that's ever been here is uh, Alan for the Tarman from Night of the Living Dead, or Return of the Living Dead. Sorry. Yeah. And this isn't even the entire list. I mean, we got Maddie Carter Robo coming. He's from Stranger Things and. Jurassic World, Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. Yep. We got Sam Todd coming uh, with some good timing because Trick or Treat is now on its 15th anniversary. Uh, we got a wrestler coming, Abaddon from AEW Wrestling. Okay, like okay, now what does this show? Uh, what what's the difference between this show and the other horror shows that we have in Michigan? I don't want to mention their names, but yeah. uh, no. We're trying to be a more intimate, more fan interactive show. <laughs> Being that we started as fans, this show has never been about money. It's about putting on an event and giving people options that they haven't had. Things that we wanted when we were going to show. Well, that's, that's great. Now, what kind of vendors are you going to have uh, for the uh, attendees to, uh, you know? We have over 80 vendors, majority all custom handmade or you know individual to that vendor's items um we have shirt dealers we have toy dealers we have some that sell fake body parts yeah prompts and props we we have independent film um filmmakers filmmakers we have independent film um distributors like even for our film festival we're working with a film distributor that's going to anyone that wins in the film festival they're willing to sit down and talk to about distribution awesome that's a pretty good incentive yeah let's let's talk a little bit more about the um, some of the uh inspirations for you guys uh, to get into this kind of work uh uh tell me who who do you extremely idolize in this in this business in terms of acting and directing Give me, give us, give us a little bit, of, a little bit of a taste of what you like. Gosh, I mean, in the genre, as far as uh, directing goes, I'd probably, I, I'd say George Romero would probably be the primary one. George Romero, Wes Craven, but then there's, there's a ton of others like Adam Green and Mick Garris and Sam Raimi, of course. You know him, especially Sam Raimi, being local. Uh, yeah, there's all kinds of branches of inspirations. I mean, I mean that alone's just filmmakers. But then, as an actor myself, we. We book certain guests, and there's 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 even one guest we haven't announced yet. That as an actor, I really dig that person on a more personal, uh, different level than just purely being a fan of their, uh, you know, their movies. And the thing had such an impact on me, you know, just the stuff that Rob Bottin was able to do, you know, and the the things he used to do it is just amazing. You know, it, it's had a huge impact on my life. I, I've always wanted to be a makeup artist. Um, I was lucky enough to go to school. I, I run the makeup department for Michigan's largest haunted house, Erebus, and I have for almost the last 10 years. You know, it, it's not that this is just a different show or a different business. Horror has been a huge part of both of our lives. Mine too. Mine too. Growing up, I was a big horror fan. I'm probably a little bit older than you guys, so I... uh Growing up, I was just more of a fan of like the old Universal and Hammer stuff, and then I gradually moved into watching more of the gorier splatter stuff, the Italian stuff, and 
and then going into like the 80s you know uh american werewolf in london the thing you know the uh, cronenberg stuff you know and i just i just ate all that up you know growing up and uh and i can tell you guys are the same kind of fans where do you see your show like moving to like in terms of like gradually advancing to in the in the upcoming years where do you where do you want to be in say five years uh, probably a bigger venue, uh, first and foremost. Um, being our second show, I have we figured at least three years before we would be big enough as far as patron attendance and the, the types of guests we could afford to bring and get. And I already feel like on our second year, we're we're pushing it. So, do you have a wish list of like uh, actors and directors we you would like to get to your shows in the future? Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. Could you devolve? Here's, here's the personal favorites that, you know, for no other reason, we just love to bring because we love them. But e even our guest list, we, we plan out a guest list well in advance and due to people's availability, you know, the guest list is never the same by the time we announce everyone. So at what point did you become uh, from going from fans to putting on these shows and what were some of the obstacles of uh, doing that? And what was it like uh, after your first year uh, discovering, you know, some of the challenges and some of the pitfalls? Um, the transition from going to shows to starting one. Um, we both used to go to a show every year here. And there was a point we thought that it might end. And I offered to pay. For, I offered to buy the show. And for what they wanted for it, I was able to do the show without it. Some of the pitfalls is anytime you ever try and start anything, there's always going to be people that doubt you and tell you you're making a mistake. And you just have to go with what you believe. And if it's worth fighting for, you're going to do it. Yeah. And then the show, uh, the show he's referring to, I was involved with the show. So, and the timing just kind of worked because I was walking away for a number of reasons. And then he had this idea. So it just seemed like an obvious thing uh, to go from, you know, for me to go from that to this. Um, you know, unfortunately there was a lot that I gained doing that show, be it relationships and connections, and I could take those over to what, you know, we wanted to do together and utilize it in really, uh, good ways that really helped us. And one of the biggest reasons is as fans, we didn't want it to end. You know, I feel more comfortable in a convention with a crowd of people. I don't even know because we all have the same love for the same thing. So what did you learn after that first show? that now you're applying to the next show. We are the first show. We didn't do everything we wanted to do because it was the first show and we were trying so hard just to pull it off. It's a lot of trial and error. And there, there was a lot of trial and error and you know, things we're adding to this show is we didn't have time to set up an after party for the first show. We're doing that. You know, we're, we're trying to make more interactive things for the fans to be around the celebrities, to have a good time that you're not just there to make a buck. You know, we want you to come. We want you to enjoy yourself. You know, we, we take everyone's suggestions as far as guests or ideas. We listen to them all. And if majority of them, if we can make them work, we will. And we have, you know, we don't look at this as our show. This is everyone that comes show. And we just want to make it the best we can. One of the first things I tell the uh, agents or even the celebrities, if I'm talking to them directly, is that our show is more intimate. It's not it's not a cattle call. 
Uh, you know, the fans aren't just going to wait in line, hand you the money, get the autograph and leave. Like there's, there's room and time and space to have that interaction and engage and get to know the fans for them to get to know for the fans to get to know them. And, um, you know, that's a really appealing thing, obviously to the fans, but also it, it is appealing to the agents and the guests themselves as well. They really like that aspect. You know, it's great to meet somebody and get their autograph. But if you're literally just handing them money and you can't even spend two minutes with them to have, say thank you or hi, how you doing? It's horribly impersonal. It's just it a transaction at that point. I was lucky enough to go to some shows with him and we were able to have long conversations with some of these guys, which, you know, probably was insane if you think about it because they could have been, you know, okay, next, give me some more money. Next, give me some more money. But they made that show special because they gave us that time and that interaction. And actually, I remember when my experience with the Motor City Comic Con, like 15, 20 years ago, it was more special because they didn't have the the turnstiles in there. You could just walk up to the tables and start talking to the get to the celebrities, and you could talk to them for minutes on minutes about things. And it was just a much richer experience back then. Now it's just it's too impersonable at those at that particular con. So I'm glad to hear that you guys. Are bringing back that intimacy yeah we we've always say that we're a show for fans by fans and we mean it we want the fans to have a better experience than the celebrity you know celebrities aren't anything without the fans that love them and they love hearing about it but yeah it's just we want to make it more social we don't want it to be a cattle call we want people to have those stories that they can tell their friends years from now. I was at this show and I got to talk to, you know, this director or this actor. And that those are memories that I have from shows 20 years ago. I still tell, tell my friends about every once in a while. In the last year, uh, horror has just got really big on the streaming uh, and social media apps. Uh, what, uh, what do you have to say about uh, how, big it's gotten i think being more accessible and getting a chance with those streaming services to see things that normally you might not you know fear has always been the strongest and most known emotion from any any group you know whether us russian anywhere fear is universal and and Seeing fear and seeing people's flight and seeing people overcome it, it's just something we've always loved, even in telling stories. And I think the content that's out there, the the films and TV series have been put out, I think they finally have found this great balance of uh, familiar but also fresh. You know, we're still getting the Scream sequels and the Halloween sequels. Everybody's familiar with that. Everybody knows they want that. But then you got this great, fresh you know, new stuff out there like, you know, X and Pearl and Smile, you know. That, so they're not straying away from what they know everybody loves, but they're also finally ready to try something new and take risks. And I think that pays off just as much. And, you know, most horror films back in the day were technically independent because they usually didn't have big actors. You, horror is more acceptable now, and some of the best horror movies out have some of the biggest stars in them which wouldn't have done it in the 80s, or very few. What was some of the your favorite films to come out this year? Uh, I'd say probably last year, um, 
probably X and Pearl. I thought that was those, you know, that it's a it's a trilogy. It's the start of a trilogy. I think that was a breath of fresh air. Um, but then at the same time, of course, I, you know, dug the hell out of stream. Barbarian. Barbarian. Um, I feel like this is a little horror centric. Um, the menu. Oh yeah. The menu is great. Yeah. Uh, and that's the thing too, that there's also this new balance of, uh, horror and comedy where, you know, there, I think there was a time where if you wanted to do horror and comedy, you had to do, it had to be like a spoof or a parody or something. It looks super tongue in cheek. And I think they're. I think they found this really great blend of horror and comedy where it can still be terrifying, but also like uncomfortably funny. You know, it's, yeah, there's just these great balances out there that I think they're finally able to grasp. So tell us, uh, what, what, what are the dates and uh, the locations of your next show? Uh, the dates are April 14th through 16th at the Sheridan Metro Airport Hotel in Romulus, Michigan. So where can people get tickets for this new event? Um, if you go to our social media which is Motor City Legacy, or you go to our website, MotorCityLegacy.com. It'll, we have links to Eventbrite. And yeah, we just hope if you're a fan of horror, you'll at least give us a shot. See what we have to offer. Well, I appreciate you talking to us. Uh, this was a, a lot of fun. This is Mark with Comic Spirit Sci-Fi with Tracy and Adam from Motor City Legacy. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Thank you. That's it for this episode of the Comics, Beer, and Sci-Fi Podcast. Thank you for listening, and we hope you'll join us next time.